Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk. Adam Oldfield from Vacuman uh, joins us. Uh, and, of course, Vacuman, the fine sponsor of this program. Adam, great to have you back on. But look, at it. I, I got to just... I got to do a little ad libbing here, okay? Yeah. I know that's your theme song and it's been fabulous, but this is CHML Christmas Tree of Hope. Back in the old days when you worked here, you knew how important it was because you were running back and forth between Gore Park and the radio station. So let me, a little Christmas tune here to get you into the mood. Oh, that did it for me. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. There you go. Uh, Because I got to tell you, it was, we worked together many, many years ago at CHML during these Tree of Hope campaigns. Right. Nobody rocks around the Christmas tree like Adam Oldfield. Nobody. Uh, and <laughs> I think by I the even way, danced. I, I well, danced around that, the tree, yeah. if I remember correctly. <laughs> thank, thank God that was before people were videoing, th- videoing things on their phone. Uh, but uh, So we can just deny ability is still the, the, something you can lean on here. <laughs> uh, but let me give you a plug, because I know you do a lot of great work for Rotary uh, here in Hamilton. Uh, and and part of that is, is a great big Christmas program that you've been a big part of for many, many years. That's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, coming up on the uh, the 15th of December, it is our annual Christmas celebration, which is put on by the Rotary Club of Hamilton, which I happen to be the director of communication. So uh, I am very much actively out now getting uh, awareness. And why this is important, Bill, is that this gives uh, our inner city right here in our community of Hamilton uh, a, a chance for 600 children to get a warm meal. Uh, they get a gift, including uh, mittens and a toque for every wow. child. So it's uh, this year is is probably more important than than others, and we're very much cognizant of different cultures. So uh, it's not we have a warm turkey dinner for for very much most of the children, but even if their cultural differences are uh, applicable, we do take care of them. So we have uh, a halal, uh, we have uh, a, a kosher. Um, so this is a very special time because I know uh, you know when many of these children, as mentioned, do not normally get the chance to truly experience the spirit of Christmas as. As you commented, I like to dance around a Christmas tree, and I like to bring a little life and, and, and vigor to uh, to most things. Um, this is one that's very dear to my heart. Uh, and, and, you know, Vacuman, my company, is very much actively involved sponsoring this. Yeah. And we're seeking right now, if anyone out there, you're wondering, you know, everyone's pretty much got everything. And if you'd like to make a donation for $20, you can actually feed and provide a gift with the Mittens and Toque uh, online at the Rotary Club Hamilton.ca. Uh, and I understand as well, Bill, that many people are tight right now with their pockets so even if you can share it with your friends in your network please uh we're just trying to help our own local community uh within our city uh give these children a chance to truly experience a wonderful happy time uh and that's by the by the way kathy weaver school for those who may not know the downtown area is just uh, it's on wentworth street uh, well between wentworth and sanford there right in then but uh, and uh, it's it's a very multicultural neighborhood. A lot of new Canadians settle in that particular area. And as you mentioned, you've got uh, so many different kids of different ethnicities, different religions, etc. And uh, you try to touch all the bases with Rotary with this thing. It's, it's so cool. It's a, so I just wanted, I know we're going to talk more about it as we get closer to the date, but just give people a heads up about that and how they can support that. Now, I got to ask you something else. Now I'm going to get down to business, okay? <laughs> uh, changing the furnace filter of my, my house here yesterday, and I just realized... Uh, this is as good a time as any. As a matter of fact, it's probably the best time uh, to be getting inspections done as we head into the colder weather, and we're going to get a lot more use out of our furnace. 
Absolutely. Yes. If you're seeking or you're, if you haven't turned on your furnace yet, you're probably a little chilly. Uh, but if you have, and you realize that, you know, what's that little burning smell, or you're concerned if you're going to make it during when it gets a little colder, um, you know, Vacuum Man, uh, our group are licensed technicians. So if you'd like to be able to get your furnace inspected, we're offering that with the furnace cleaning and the air ducting, air duct cleaning. So uh, we're doing the inspection of your furnace. We'll make sure that all things are running smooth and tickety-boo. So when it's minus 40 degrees outside, it doesn't clonk and jam up and well pretty much put you into the cold so uh this is a great time especially when the temperatures at where it is currently uh we can get inside and it's not too cold uh but again if you haven't had a chance to check inspect it this is the greatest time to be able to get it done all right one other order of business here which is something you talked about on the program months ago of course uh, and that's key fobs and, and auto thefts. And there was just a story about it, of course, this past week. Uh, they always seem to rise up this time of year because people are out at shopping malls, et cetera. Uh, one of the ways these uh, these thieves get into this stuff, of course, is they basically steal, I guess, the signal from the key fob or they replicate it or something. And bingo, bango, they steal your pickup, your SUV, whatever. Uh, you mentioned to us in one of those programs uh, that there is a, a thing you can buy, a protection, a little case you can put this in. Uh, but I just saw a story the other day that says aluminum foil will work too, maybe not as effectively. What have you heard about that? Yeah, the electric, what it does is it it's a radio wave. So I mean, yeah. like anything like NFC, it's near field communications. If you've seen, you have it on your phone, folks, if you bought a phone in the last four years, NFC, uh, that's how you're doing your pays and otherwise. Well, it's using an electric field to be able to transmit. So Bluetooth is all through the field. So the answer is uh, it can help. Bill, I mean, we're going to probably throw some conspiracy theories thinking, well, I'm going to put a, you know, tinfoil hat on at the same time. So um, <laughs> let's let's <laughs> let's be clear. Uh, it will disrupt and 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 distract. It's not 100 percent perfect, actually, because it the signal can still be transmitted depending how it's being uh, set up in, you know, how you're wrapping it in foil, if you will. Uh, and depending on what industrial use you're using, if it's the dollar version, then it's may not be as thick and, uh, and capable, but I'm only teasing. It can actually help if you're very concerned about that and you want to wrap your key fob. Just keep in mind to take it off. Otherwise, it won't work when you want to use your auto start in the wintertime. And by the way, that's as I saw in this article I read anyway, it's a short-term solution. And because uh, the, the protectors that you can actually buy for this, they're, they range the ones I saw anywhere, anywhere about 15 to 35, 40 bucks. So it's not as if they're outrageously expensive and, and they are effective. They are. They are very effective. I, I actually just recommend, please, just don't put your keys so close to the front door. I mean, you know, and when we say to the front door, we're talking like within a matter of like 50 meters. Um, so many people, they hang it by the front door or close and effectively where you'd be able to grab it and go. And, and you know, the technology isn't that scientific, Bill. It's actually uh, it, it, very similar to when you connect to your Wi-Fi network. You can buy a, an apparatus and you can drive and, and the signal that's used for key fobs is actually very old. Um, and that's why it's a, you know, it's a very simple technology. It just sends a signal easily to your vehicle and can unlock it. Now, uh, pull your keys away, put them a little further, put them in a kitchen or put them somewhere deeper inside the home. It will make that signal uh, a little less easier to be able to copy and to obviously infiltrate and have your vehicle broken into. Okay, so we've covered that, and uh, as I say, it's, it's good advice because car thefts are up, and uh, by the way, they love pickups, uh, and they love SUVs, uh, so, you know, buyer beware if you're going to be do that. Enjoy the vehicle, uh, but do everything you can. Now I want you to attack something else that, that a lot of folks are getting into. We know all about the fact that governments 
have uh, have really committed, and car makers have committed to electronic vehicles, and and they're aggressively pursuing the technology. There are still skeptics out there, Adam, and I know you've heard them, and I, I hear them all the time. Every time we talk about this, saying, oh, "Come on, look at I, you know the, the battery freezes; they're no good. Uh, they, you know, right. the, you drive it for about three years, and then you got to throw it in the garbage because the battery's dead and the car's useless." Then <laughs> address some of those things because I know you've done a lot yeah. of research into this. Well, as we know, the electric vehicle market is growing with with popularity and a lot of research and development is going into this. So the question that usually comes up when anyone's looking for an electric vehicle or even if you're pondering, should I do it or shouldn't I do it is, of course, the battery. And right now on a lot of the social media networks is if you need to replace your EV battery, you're going to spend a lot of money. Now, let me just uh, advise the first electric car that came out on the market many years ago, yes, the batteries are obviously diminishing, but they are now, uh, they're getting better. So there's an eight year, 160,000 kilometer on most electric vehicle, obviously is subject to different manufacturers. But what is important is to understand that every year, like your cell phone, they will lose a charge. So it will lose a percentage of, uh, you know, when you buy it, it's got I'm going to say 99.98%. Uh, and every year it will lose about 2.3% of its capacity every year. So, you know, if you take a look at sort of when you get your mileage distance of say 470 kilometers at the start, five years later, you're going to get a 428 kilometers on your charge. So it's it's just to be fair, uh, it, it's not necessarily that of, a, of an ice engine or an internal combustion engine. Um, this depends on climate. So there's factors that are always uh, uh, important when it comes to an electric vehicle. Now, Bill, this is something I don't think many people know. You assume that cold temperatures are bad when it comes to an electric vehicle. You think, well, yeah, my phone dies in the cold. Yeah. yeah. And what's interesting is that it's worse in the heat. Batteries actually work uh, or diminish more in the heat than they do in the cold. Now, again, they drain quicker, but it doesn't destroy the uh, electrons within the battery, meaning that in Canada, it's actually going to be more, uh, you'll have a longevity of your battery longer in Canada than if we were in Arizona or Texas or, or whatever. So just keep in mind that you also don't want to charge your car with a DC charge. DC is the fast charging. Of course, it's convenient, and we're talking today, Bill. You and I will have a conversation in a year from now, and it will be different. But today, the fast charger, great. You get in, you can charge up in 20 minutes uh, versus 40 minutes, up to 80%. Uh, just keep in, keep in mind that you don't always want to charge an electric vehicle with a fast charge. So the, the fact of the matter is, Canada is a great place to buy an electric vehicle, folks. You're going to get an eight-year, 160,000-kilometer uh, usage. It will break down over a period of five years with less kilometers. But of course, the best part is that you can now recycle your battery. And this is one of the things they're talking about. And I've got some more things down the road with our Tech Talk uh, episodes. But one specific, Bill, is that think of your vehicle as you're driving it, and maybe it does diminish. And it doesn't give you the power. Uh, and you don't have to throw that battery into the recycling bin or into the landfill, uh, actually, where it goes. They're now coming up with a way that say uh, your vehicle is now getting less mileage you want. You can now remove the battery, ah, get ready, and attach it to your home or office mm -hmm. or shed. And they're now keeping, they're now coming up with home programs, kits that you can actually plug in a solar panel. Uh, you can use a generator and now you'll be able to power or use your car battery power uh, as a backup 
for your home during emergencies. It will have enough juice, if you will, to keep the lights on, power enough energy to keep your home operating. So think of it, if uh, talking investments, this investment of a vehicle is not to just go to the scrapyard. It can actually be pulled out and be used for an extra battery pack for your home, office, or shed or otherwise. Who knew? Uh, good news, good news. Uh, talk to us about Google Live View. This is relatively new. Anybody who's using Google Maps would be interested in this. This has been a beta test that they launched a few. Actually, we spoke about it a year ago, and it was a beta test that came out. And now they're rolling it out officially. What Google Live View means is that it's giving you an integrated, real perspective of the environment. So uh, why they're coming out and rolling it across uh, the market is that in the coming year, and I'm referring to 2023 for that matter, uh, virtual reality is really going to take an up game. We're going to see probably a lot more of the visual helmets coming to the to life and otherwise. Now, what this means with Google Live View is that you can now put on uh, virtual reality helmets or use it on your phone, if you will. Um, and uh, to best describe it is, say you're walking down the street, you're in a, a, a city you're not used to, you're in downtown Hamilton, you're out of the market, and you're thinking, where is the local restaurant? Or where is, where do I go to buy uh, to the mall? Um, you can now use Live View, and this is where it was beta tested, and you would put your directions in, and it would show you an arrow where to turn on your screen. So you hold up your phone and you'll be able to watch through the screen and go through and turn left, turn right. And it will tell you where uh, you were supposed to be and it, in real time. So as you're walking down the street, you're watching Google tell you, make a left here, turn right here. As you're walking, this is the thing they're rolling out specifically, is that businesses that are participating or have updated their information within it, they'll be able to actually also tell you that the up this location will be wheelchair accessible. It will have uh, a charging station. Uh, they'll have this information in real live time that you'll be able to hold your phone up and be able to see it. Following that, say you wanted to go visit a city you don't know, what, you know, what am I getting into when I get there? That's where you can put your virtual reality helmet on and actually walk through the street and or through the uh, city um, to be able to see directly, okay, where am I staying? Where am I eating? Where am I going? M you know, a lot of people have anxiety when they travel, Bill. And this is one of those things Google's uh, incorporating that we can be able to uh, utilize. Following that, it's also an, uh, an aspect of education. So now they're talking about how they can roll it out in our school systems. Again, not yet, but say we all wanted to go on a tour to Egypt and now your history class will be able to throw on your helmets and we'll be able to walk down uh, Cairo and be able to experience the pyramids and of course, Wendy's and A&W, which exists currently. Uh, yeah, in, in Cairo, of course. In Cairo, uh, of course. Listen, I literally have a couple of minutes left, but I want to talk a little bit about some of the uh, the uh, the restructuring that's going on in the tech world right now. And 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 two of our favorite people, Siri and and Alexa, may be affected by this. Well, let me tell you, uh, I'm going to be, uh, I got to be careful when I say this loudly, Bill, otherwise she'll be yelling in my background. But anyway, the Amazon version, uh, Alexa, is uh, been pretty much uh, canceled out with regards to most of the people in the industry. Um, most of the audio within, uh, audio uh, technicians within Amazon um, have been uh, pulling out and they've been obviously you've heard of obviously the exodus with regards to many tech sectors um, mm -hmm. Twitter not included but uh, Google Amazon all of them have got 
they losing money on the voice assistant is what it's coming down to. And what they've discovered is the intention of which Amazon wanted with it was to be able to have people buy things through Alexa. And that wasn't working. What was happening was people were buying it and they were more or less just using it to get the weather, tell them the latest music, uh, whatever the situation is. So uh, this doesn't mean the baby's out with the bathwater with the technology. Uh, what Amazon has done is they are going to be advancing their robotic division. Um, they're going to be taking the voice activation and really they haven't seen it grow. And their thought was they would make the money up just to uh, emphasize the reason behind it, that people would buy using Alexa. They would be able to purchase and they thought they would make the money up by giving the products away at cost. Well, it's backfired. They're losing billions of dollars. They're pulling it out, but it is not gone, folks. It exists. They're just going to be using it and growing it towards the robotic division in the near future all right uh, more to come on that in the weeks ahead uh, and every time you talk about uh, election syria i always remind people uh if you got a couple of minutes uh, go to youtube and and uh, check out the saturday night live video about alexa for seniors it's it's a, a riot it's hilarious uh this is tech talk we do this every friday 11 30 brought to you by vacuum and adam thanks so much for this uh, have a good week and we'll talk again soon thanks bill talk to you soon the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on 900 chml